Hey guys, and welcome back to the Timbers from the Spot podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Jeremy. And we got a big game to unpack today. Great game. Yeah. And one of the best for the Timbers in recent times. That was a very surprising game too, especially yeah. how Wednesday went. With I, how Wednesday oh went. yeah, actually we can say it is the best game for the Timbers in recent times. Yep. The most goals ever scored by the Timbers except for a USL game. So huge on that mm-hmm. end. The offense was absolutely ticking tonight. Or on the on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, I think, let's go through the lineups yep. first. Let's go. There was a little bit of surprise when the lineup sheets were announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little Because the first person in goal mm-hmm. was Ivicic. Which. Getting his first timber start. Definitely surprised by that. That's actually his MLS debut. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, Steve Clark had a good game on mm-hmm. on Wednesday. He yeah. was kind of the reason that the Timbers didn't lose, as we said mm-hmm. in the last podcast. Yeah. And it was kind of a surprise to see Gio kind of take this chance mm-hmm. in what we said was a must-win game yeah and i i'm not gonna say that i was disappointed or upset by it though just because i feel like the reason that Ivicic came into the team into the first place was to be the guy mm-hmm. i think they had him come into the team clark i mean he's not old yet i would say but no. he's getting up there you know yeah. he's he's, get, he's getting there where at some point he's gonna be like okay he's getting older we gotta have a replacement mm-hmm. and i think Ivicic is the guy and i thought that he played great yeah. In this game, and especially he had that triple say. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, okay. We so had Farfan at Farfan, right back, Cascante yep. um, and Tuiloma mm-hmm. in, in the center half, and then Viafania on left back. Which, not too surprised by that. I thought maybe Zuparek would get in. Mm-hmm. Didn't. That's all right. That's yeah. And then Diego Char, of course, as we expected. Mm-hmm. Yep. Paredes. Kind of surprised by that one. A little I was surprised because yeah. Williamson didn't get the full game on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But I can, I can understand it. You know, because yeah. Williamson was a little poor on Wednesday. And yeah. Wednesday, he was just not on, which yeah. I think it's kind of fair not to say poor, that the, whole, but the whole team just wasn't there on yeah. Wednesday. So, yeah, I can understand. A little bit of a change. And then also, game. a little bit of a surprise <clears throat> is Konechny. Konechny, yeah. Konechny. <laughs> um, I think with him coming in and with Paredes coming in, it was almost like, a okay, let's put these guys into this game so that they can show us what they can do in this yeah. game. Since they haven't... those I think those two guys specifically in the team recently have been the two guys that I would point out as not being in great form right now. Yeah. And I think that's maybe a move by Gio to say, yeah, okay, let's see what these guys can do in a game like this where it's an important game, but at the same time you know that both teams are having a little bit of rotation. Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually – I was surprised, and I thought maybe um, maybe somebody else like Polo should have gotten the start, but I can I can understand. Yeah. And then yeah. Loria also started, which was expected especially since – uh, Yumi Chara started the last game. Yeah. We expected him to be on the bench. And, he, and he's still not full fitness. Yeah, exactly. So understandable, and, and he's been playing good. So, yeah. And then Diego Valeri, who we yeah. fully expected to be in the squad. Yep. And then at the nine, we had Obobese. Mm-hmm. Which I really like that move. Yeah. Actually, but giving him the start. It was start, a bit of a surprise yeah. because, mm-hmm. I mean, the, su- the start wasn't a surprise, but mm-hmm. the fact that it was at, at the nine, at the nine yeah. was a little bit of a surprise, but, but it was also yeah. great. Because I think we can, you know, finally start to break down the... Because, I mean, Viafani I mean, uh, gives a beautiful cross in the 27th oh, yeah. minute. Mm-hmm. Bobasi, great header in. And, yeah. I mean, that's where he's really excels is when he's at that front spot. Yeah. And he's receiving those crosses mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah. Rather when he's out wide, you know, he can still get those same opportunities. Mm-hmm. He can sometimes get those same opportunities, but it's just not as common. Yeah. And I think putting him out wide towards the beginning of the season, maybe mm-hmm. gives him a little bit of an advantage than stepping back into the middle, seeing he goes from that guy that gives service into yeah. the middle to then being that guy again up top who receives it. 
and he knows how to make those runs better now. And he's, I think he's more confident now, especially. Yeah. So moving up top, I think that's his position. That's where he's most comfortable playing. And I thought it really showed in this mm-hmm. game because I thought he played great. Yeah. And he definitely it gave him a chance to be more involved in the mm-hmm. game for sure. And I think he definitely was. So, yeah, I think that's a great move. Yeah, and I think we should point out an interesting fact that Abobasi now has eight mm-hmm. headed goals with yep. the Timbers, which is tied for the most in Timbers MLS mm-hmm. history. And, and he's tied with De- Diego Valeri. Yeah, which is kind of crazy considering how long Valeri's been in the team compared uh-huh. to Abobasi. And especially Abobasi just started getting the start like last season. Yeah. So, or two seasons ago, which is crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and he's also ahead of Zlatan now in the overall MLS, like ever most wow. headed goals. So since or it's since twenty um, twenty nineteen, I think he's got the most headed goals in the league, which is still kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and we could also say to that point that Viafania now in his two because he didn't start the last game and then he comes back in. In the last two games that he's played, he's had an assist to Bobasi's header. Yeah, from the same spot. They just have and, a, they have a great connection. Oh yeah, and I think Viafania, especially this season, his um his distribution and like balls in the box have been like significantly better, and they've been really good this season. Yeah, from what I've seen, he's yeah. really been great at being the attacking like left mm-hmm. back, kind of left wingish back. Yeah, sort of role, mm-hmm. and Getting he's forward. been doing a great job mm-hmm. at that. And I mean. He's a great piece and, you know, kind of a great, like, when Gio needs his best squad, Be a fun. Yeah. he's always out there and you can always count mm-hmm. on him to yeah. give great crosses and great balls mm-hmm. in the middle to the playmakers and yeah. finishers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's kind of, I think at the beginning of the season, you could kind of see that that's where Gio wanted to go, but the, like, with the outside backs, mm-hmm. but the distribution just wasn't there. And then now it's starting to come together and like the balls into the box are like creating assists and creating goals. And it's kind of, you can see that it's kind of starting to work and like it's starting to tick and the yeah. offense is starting to come together in this game, compared to the last game, especially on Wednesday. So, um, I don't know, in terms of the lineups and how this game went, I think we did pretty good at predicting it. And I thought that I was not too disappointed with it, I yeah. would say. You know, yeah. the lineups were a surprise to see at first. Yeah. But then when, you know, the game kind of got started, mm-hmm. you were like, this this isn't going yeah. to be bad. Yeah. And because I think everybody played yeah. well. Yeah. And in the first probably, what, 15, 20 minutes, maybe even 30, I think it was all Timbers. Yeah. It was, I mean, most of the possessions, especially in the first 15, I don't even know if San Jose had a, the ball in the Timbers half. Yeah. Attacking on goal. So. And then in yeah. the 25th, we get the handball penalty. Yeah. And then just two minutes later, a bogus yeah. scores. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know what they're arguing for on the handball penalty. San Jose, I mean, that's a clear handball. Yeah, his arm was yeah. like kind of out to the side. And even if he was yeah. trying to pull it back, it wasn't like it was like on the side of his body and then he mm-hmm. tried to pull it back. It was like out here. And no, he tried yeah, to whip that, it that's, a, that's a handball. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the funny note on that is you, you could hear it on the broadcast. So San Jose, behind like their stadium and their parking mm-hmm. lot, has. Yeah. A bunch of like cars out there oh, yeah. mm-hmm. have their fans, mm-hmm. and when Valerio's up at that penalty, you could just hear honk honk yeah, honk honk, honk people yeah. trying to distract him. <laughs> I don't really know if that does too much. I don't think it probably think does. That does. <laughs> no louder than the stadium would. But be. it's just it. It was really funny because you know some of them would were keeping it up when it was yeah. like five yeah. one. Actually, I mean it's better it than nobody in the stadium. Honking. I guess right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you know this never gave up. It was, yeah. it was like five one. You could still hear honk honk <laughs> yeah. honk honk. Yeah. I mean come on guys. Five one. Yeah. A little a little annoying at that yeah. point, but yeah. Um. All right. So let's go. 
So in the last pod, we talked about how Valeri was going to be huge in this game in terms of like his play mm-hmm. would impact the team as a whole. Yeah. And I think we got that spot on saying that if he played good, the team would play good. Yeah. And he had a great game. He had one of the best games of the season, I think, yep. for himself personally. And it kind of, because he is that link between the back line midfield and like the attack. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he really was able to break down San Jose's like man to man pressing in this game. And he was able to find the space and like get some like one twos in the middle. Yeah. Um, and I, he just, he figured out how to play against the system and it really, it showed and he had a great game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Valeri really had that game that we were talking about in the game that, you know, I mean, it was Gio kind of just let him loose. Yeah. And it was, it was beautiful. It was perfect out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he, he converts the penalty beautifully and then he's just giving great service to other players mm-hmm. and San Jose didn't have an answer for him. Yeah. I mean, two goals and an assist in this game. Yeah. Fantastic. And I thought he should have taken that. There was a free kick towards the end of the game, a direct free kick at the top of the 18 that we ended up taking. Mm-hmm. And I thought Valeri should have taken it, go for the first Timbers hat trick, but yeah. I don't know. Because I think, I think if anybody's going to do it, I think Valeri's going to be the guy. He's going to get the first Timbers hat trick. Yeah. Put it out there. At some point, maybe. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, all right. So then we go, let's talk about the back line in this game. I thought much better than Wednesday and then even against LAFC. Yes. I thought it was much more organized, I would say. Yeah. And they really, especially I think since playing San Jose on Wednesday and then playing them again on Saturday, they really figured them out. Mm -hmm. And they did a good job of like um, shutting down some of their main attacking players. Yeah. They really, they really like stayed well together in the back, stayed Mm -hmm. connected, stayed connected to sort of the people they yeah. had to mark and mm-hmm. stopping runs and putting yeah. pressure on mm-hmm. players so they couldn't really get that sort of like offensive structure yeah. because the Timbers backline did so well at keeping them uncomfortable yeah. and not mm-hmm. allowing them anything. Yeah. And I actually think Ivicic had a, a fairly large role in that mm-hmm. because I think he did a good job in the back of like controlling his back line i guess you could say yeah. i don't know as a as a keeper as a new keeper especially coming into the team for the first time i thought he did a great job yeah and at that so what i was talking about before that triple save that he had in i think it was what the 40 yeah 42nd minute the triple save that he had that was huge especially at that time i think that really i don't know it gave him confidence for sure and it gave the yeah. team confidence in that, if that goal goes in, in any of those three, that completely changes the game. Well, yeah, because, it, let me look at the goals one more time, is because they would then score a couple minutes later. Yeah, and it, it would have been, again, that, because when San Jose scores their first goal, mm-hmm. it almost feels like, oh, no, it's going to be another one of those runs where they go and score three goals, like it was against LAFC and some other games this season. And maybe it would have felt like that if they'd scored in this 40-second minute right here. Yeah, maybe exactly. They, maybe it would feel like, oh, they're going to get another one before half. Mm-hmm. But this shuts it down. Yeah. shuts down... It doesn't shut down their momentum because they get one a couple minutes later, but it shuts down the mm-hmm. after chance because when yeah. they score in the 45th minute, the ball doesn't really get kicked off until yeah. like the 45th minute, and mm-hmm. you kind of know, okay, we have to hold off for a minute, a minute yeah. or two, and mm-hmm. then we can go into the locker room up 2-1. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. And It was another mm-hmm. goal conceded in the last 15 minutes of a half, yeah. which, again, come on, great. we got to stop letting that, yeah. these goals. Yeah. But... It's just really good that he was able to come up with such a clutch save and mm-hmm. 
prevent it from because that situation could have gotten bad yeah. because if they score if they scored in that 42nd minute then they get they have like the three, momentum they I get think. three four five yeah. minutes to score another mm-hmm. one before the half yeah which is really what's been happening in every other game where mm-hmm. they have a couple minutes they get two or three goals and then it just takes down the timbers like mental like they're um not, att- not attacking but just their confidence in the game yeah really and then it gives the other team so much confidence to go forward and especially coming into the second half that just would have cha- changed the game completely really yeah mm-hmm. and i think um talking about the goal um, that San Jose had scored, I think, um, just defensive. I know we talked about how the defense is a lot better in this game, but still in the last couple games, it's it's still the marking. Because I think you can see Viafania didn't follow his man there, and that's yeah. why he has – I mean, he has a pretty open shot mm-hmm. in the middle of the box, and it's a beautiful shot, and nobody's saving that. But, um, yeah, it still comes down to the marking, I think, which has been a problem, and it's gotten much better in the last couple games. but Or in this game specifically compared to the last two. But, um, yeah, just another lapse, I guess, in concentration. Not yeah. following his man in from Viafania. But, I don't know. Yeah, as, and, you know, those are the types of mistakes we can make against San Jose. Mm-hmm. But we cannot make those types of mistakes against yeah. Seattle. No. Like, yeah. because if we allow that once, mm-hmm. that would give... Like, if we allow it like we did, Seattle can more can capitalize more oh, yeah. on mm-hmm. building on that rather than what San Jose did. Yeah, and Seattle's a much more threatening team, I mm-hmm. think, up top. They have a lot more, like, with Raul, Raul really Diaz right now is mm-hmm. playing really good. Yeah. And somebody like that, you can't give him space in the box. I mean, you saw the 3 nothing game in Providence Park this season, and it was just even a little space. You got, a, like, a tap on the ball, and it goes in the mm-hmm. goal. Just a, like any kind of space, and they can't be giving these forwards that much space in the box. Yeah, really is what it comes down to. I mean, they but. like the back line for the backs. They have to make sure also mm-hmm. for Seattle they're getting on Jordan Morris because oh yeah he can mm-hmm. really create for Rui Diaz or the other mm-hmm. uh, Sounders players in the middle, or he can get it himself by mm-hmm. kind of ru- like with his pace. He can run yeah. in behind. He can mm-hmm. dribble past people, and you know I think. The defense played well in this game, and they need to build on that for the next game because that is going to be such an important point. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I think in this next game against Seattle, if they can play similarly to how they can play how they played in this game mm-hmm. against San Jose, I think they can have a good game. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's such a different dynamic because the way that San Jose plays, it's like a specific... Like, Valeri had to figure out in the middle how yeah. to make his own space against San Jose, who's going to man-mark, right? And it's just a different game, almost. And I don't know. I think coming in with all of the starters again, it's it's going to be a great game yeah. against Seattle. But yeah, Let's, let's go back to defense a little bit. Okay, and yeah. let's not talk about the Timbers' defense. Let's talk <laughs> about San Jose's defense. Okay, yeah. Which... <laughs> I don't know. They just, they just, the defense just hit a wall, and all oh, of a sudden yeah. they just I mean, decided, hey, let's just let them score. The la- it started yeah. the fir- third goal was in the 57th minute when mm-hmm. Valeri got that deflection off of, oh, yep. I think it was two people. Yeah, deflected twice, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, kind of at that point, they kind of held on to it for a little bit more until Chara scored in the seventh, Dimitri mm-hmm. Chara scored in the 70th minute, Cascante scored in the 85th minute yep. off a of beautiful. Valeria assist from a corner, and then Nia's go to scores in the 87th. And, you know, they just kind of... San Jose looked like they did in that 7-1 loss against Seattle, where, you know, Mm -hmm. Seattle kind of got more 
things early, but it was still kind of the same thing as the Timbers. Mm-hmm. You know, Timbers just got anything they yeah. wanted. And I know it's in the DNA of the San Jose team. We're like, Matias Almeida kind of tells them we're not like he he's come out and said we are not going to play defensive like they are an attacking team who's going to attack but in a game where you're down by this much and your defense is just getting shredded and then he subs in he takes out two defenders for two attacking players and it's like I don't know not I mean not that we care well, but here's the thing. they can't <laughs> score <laughs> anyway I don't well yeah that's why I don't know um, interesting moves, which it did change the game, I will say, when he brought in the subs. Yeah. And it, it gave them a little bit more push, but then the Timbers got the next But goal. as soon as we pushed back, yeah. their defense just couldn't handle yeah, that's it. Why was, and then we yeah. got that first goal, and then it was just mm-hmm. it was yeah. one goal, third goal, the and fir- then it was yeah. over. Once the goal came after they made their subs, it just dropped off again, mm-hmm. and it got even worse for them because yeah. then they had no defense, and they couldn't get any attack going. And I think you saw in the um, when Nascota scored. I mean, it's so easy. It's just played in, heel to Diego back. Yep. To, it's just way too easy. Just put across and Nascota yeah. just goes left foot tap. Yeah, and it's <laughs> not even a good shot either. I guess we get. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't really. <laughs> yeah, good. but again, Nascota should have gotten a much better shot. Oh yeah, but you but know, at least in. it goes in. I think he needs that for his confidence yeah. right now too. Yeah, and same with um, same with Jimmy Chara. The fact that he got that goal, I think, is huge. Two games in a row. I think. I think now it's time for him. I think he's going to start getting into the lineup. Yeah. So I think I, it's huge for him. Yeah. He needs yeah. To start so for him to be getting these goals mm-hmm. right now, I think it's huge. So, yeah, I think just a, this is a big confidence booster, which uh-huh. is what we predicted and is what we kind of wanted to see out of this game. And, I mean, this is much more than we could have expected. I think this is more goals scored by the Timbers than we predicted combined. So, yeah. <laughs> so which is good. Yeah, Obviously. I should I should have stayed with my original prediction. Four yeah. <laughs> one, right? That was the yeah. original. Yeah, um, I think what was it? Four one. I had two zero. So yeah. yeah, actually the well, I, I switched to three. Oh, three one. So we were one goal messed, off. That we were messed close. It up. So we I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's just that was a huge game. Must win. Mm-hmm. Got the biggest win, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think now it's looking forward to Seattle. Is well, going to be yeah. the main focus. Yeah. Really quickly, let's look at just a couple quick things from the game. You know, a couple mm-hmm. like a couple funny moments okay, yeah, you could yeah. say from the game. First off, in that, you know, crowd of like honking cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was one. There was a Timber fan there. Oh, there the Timbers was. Timbers had a fan I didn't there. See that yeah. really? Yeah. There was one car with the Timbers with Timbers fans in yeah. it, and they were like jumped up out of the sunroof and they were showing their shirt and they were like, "Yeah, that's why yeah. I didn't see that." And on the, the Timbers broadcast, broadcast was like, "Yeah, should we have a fan?" <laughs> that's and funny. I, that's uh, so funny how he like got in there in the first yeah, I place. Yeah, know. How would they let him in? We well, yeah. probably like he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a San Jose fan, man." Oh like, yeah, then put let me in, and stuff. then he gets yeah. in there and puts on a Timbers shirt. But <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Like you got all the cars next to you while you're a Timbers fan. <laughs> Could you imagine that? It's just like. I don't know how many cars were like 10, 15. Yeah, yeah, it was a good amount, actually. Yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> I mean, the Timbers are just destroying them. <laughs> yeah. You've got that one guy in his car every time he scores, <laughs> yeah, like, honk, honk, honk. And then everybody around him's just like, come on, man. Who <laughs> let this dude in here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny, though. That was, yeah, I, how did really I not see that on the broadcast? Yeah, they, got their first, they got their first fan of the season. Yeah, wow. <laughs> their first, their first, first like, away fan, yeah. I said. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, the Valeri throw-in. Oh, yeah. Um, What's Valeri so doing, con- man? <laughs> so confused by that one. Yeah. So confused. Because what did he do wrong? He did nothing wrong. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, if anything, you could say maybe he had the ball here instead of here. Right? But, like, come on. 
Come on, who cares? How many times have you ever seen a bad throw call in the professional game? It's like right. It's just, like come it's on, just so come on. And he, threw, like, he had his feet down. Like right here. Come on, come on. Yeah. I mean, what's he doing? I yeah. I, Cutlery. Is that what we do from this? I think Valeri should be benched for the Maybe next punishment. Yeah, bench. Yeah. Teach him how to throw at the next practice. A throw-in coach. Yeah. We've always heard need. there's we've always heard you should get a throw-in coach. Learn throw Oh, maybe we'll teach Valeri a flip throw. You can do the <laughs> flip throw, throw it in the box. What now. if we got our friend Ethan and had him teach Valeri long throws? Oh, there we go. And then Valeri can just long throw everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were in San Jose's half, but still mm-hmm. long throw it like out of yeah. out of the out of the half. No, it was attacking on San Jose's goal. No. Yeah, wasn't it? No. It was, it was, it was, the throne was here and then we were attacking on this goal down here. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make sense why it was called. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't get that one. Um, maybe the ref gets a fine. Maybe, maybe the ref has to issue a personal apology to Valeria oh, for being dumb. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, I think we'll take that. He'll be like that yeah, with the throw. Mr. Valeri, sir, I'm so sorry that I have messed up and ridiculed you by saying you had a bad throw when in fact it was me that messed yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still, just um, I I didn't even know what I looked away for like half a second because I was like, okay, quick throw in like, yeah. to the defense and yeah. we're gonna get it forward. And then next thing you know, it's San Jose ball, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And they show the replay, and I'm like, yeah. Because they didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> that guy must have had money on San Jose. And was Probably, trying to, yeah. He was trying to save something. Uh, yeah, at 5-1. Yeah. yeah. He, had, he really had to save him with that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I can't, I can't think of a, can't think of a bet he would have on it that would make it save it. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just bad reffing. Oh, yeah. No, it is. That's not, I mean, that, mm-hmm. what else can you say? Yeah, I don't know. And then, so we talked about San Jose's coach's bad moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it would have been really great to hear an explanation of them, but he got a headache and had to miss the press conference. Oh, yeah, I know. That, <laughs> like, come on. That would have been, I think, well, it's kind of explained the, through his past actions. Yeah. Because he kind of is like, that's his thing. He just, like, makes attacking subs, and he, it's an attacking team. So, yeah, but, like, yeah, it would have been good to hear. And what's He's, he going to say, though? Like, yeah, we lost 6-1. Well, he's got to answer for, you know, because for how bad this team is, <laughs> Yeah, man. that's true. You, yeah. can't, you can't just say, like, oh, I've got a headache. i gotta, I got to go. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Your team's bad, man. It's yeah. your fault. It's so hard, though, because I don't know if you can fully put it on him, the fact that this team is so bad right now. Because San Jose is one of those teams, it's like, you never hear of them making a big transfer mm-hmm. or, like, anything like that. And it's like, he was the CONCACAF coach of the year. A couple years ago, after winning the Concacaf Champions League, yeah, and he's consistently been one of the better players in North or better players, better coaches in North America, and it's like, I, I think it's more down to maybe the management of the club. Well, who's the club he was with before? It was it was a um, it was a sp- was it uh, Mexican side, right? Yeah, he won it. Yeah, he was with the Mexican side, and they won the um, the Concacaf, yeah, Champions League, and. I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I think it's just the fact that, you know, he doesn't have, like, the right mix of players for his style that he wants well, to yeah, run. exactly. And yeah. he doesn't want to adapt his style to mm-hmm. the people that he has. Yeah. Well, and he also doesn't have a very deep team. Yeah. So, like, he brings in the subs, and it's a completely different team. Like, you see in this game, the energy just wasn't there from this his side at, compared to Wednesday's game. So, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think we also can talk about Cascante. 
congratulate him on his baby. Yeah. On uh, his goal celebration, putting the ball in there. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he's having a, his first kid in a little bit. So, yeah. congrats Good to him. goal. Too. Yeah, great goal. Yeah, that was his first goal for the Timbers, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, congrats to Gasconte. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think. Oh, it wasn't a slip and slide. The pitch wasn't a slip and slide. Oh, yeah, the pitch, the pitch it was, was a little bad. bit better. It was still a little bit. Yeah. There's still some slipping, but not as bad. And I. And, well, we should talk about, uh, you know, Valeri's injury that he took. You know, not like a massive. Oh, cutting, yeah, that, oh, that was face. A, yeah, that was pretty bad. That was, yeah. I mean, he actually got, like, kicked in the face. Usually mm-hmm. on those, like, they go down and they look like they got kicked in the face and then they don't, but he actually got, like, he got it pretty good in that one. Yeah, he comes he comes off to get treatment, and you know everybody's kind of like, like you saw him on the ground, and everybody was like, no, no, yeah, not Valeri, <laughs> yeah. not an injury to Valeri, no, please, no, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you know you see him get up and you see him go get treatment, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. good, he's coming back in, yeah, he comes back in, he's got this big yeah <laughs> bandage right here, yeah. looks like he's. He looks like he just aged like thirty years. His <laughs> yeah, his beard's all gray. Like white because of the pink. <laughs> yeah, because of the bandage, and you're like. What the heck? Which I thought it was funny too because they they had him cut they made him come off and he had to change his uh, jersey and everything mm-hmm. and get the bandage and then you see him at the end of the game in the fast like ten minutes and his press interview he had blood on his jersey he had like blood marks on his jersey which I thought was funny because like they made him come off and change it and everything and then yeah. they just left it on but like yeah so that that was that was pretty bad yeah yeah I was just glad it wasn't <laughs> oh yeah that's true yeah it could have been a lot worse yeah, yeah. um all right so I think. Should we look ahead to Seattle on Wednesday? Seattle, yeah. So, I think against Seattle, the key is to keep the defense tight, locked down, and need to work on the marking more, for sure. Um, Defense is going to be the biggest thing. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. We can score as many goals as we want. Yeah. But Seattle can also score that many goals as well. I don't know about as many goals, because I think Seattle is still a good defensive team. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, we played them in the last couple games. Yeah, I think Seattle's a little better defensive. These games are always just so close, is Mm -hmm. the thing. It's so hard to predict what's going to happen in these games. Yeah. Especially with it being a rivalry game. Oh, yeah, exactly. You truly never know what's going to happen, because... You know, Seattle came out, beat us 3 0, and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, Seattle's the much better team, you know? Yeah. And then we come back and we beat them. Beat them and yeah. And it, everybody's like, wait, mm-hmm. what? Like, how did this and happen? Even out of the 3 0 game, it's like, that watching that game, that didn't deserve the scoreline. Like, it didn't yeah. deserve to be 3 0. The Timber, it was like almost a 50 50 back and forth the whole game. And it was like, whoever scores first is going to win this game, yeah. basically. And Seattle got it. And then the Timbers had one of their breakdowns, like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. three goals, one of those games. But, um, which again, that's something else that can happen. I think they need to make sure it should be a point in this game to not let up any goals in the last 15 minutes of each half. Yeah. I think that's, that should be something that they're focusing At on. At least not, a lot, not let up two in the span of for like, sure. Yeah. Two yeah. in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Which the, they didn't Cause get like maybe letting time. up like, depends on the situation, but maybe letting up like one right before half is like, yeah. Okay. But I think it but, is, yeah. it's still something they need to work on, though. It's yeah. the worst team in the league in the uh-huh. last 15 minutes of both halves. Yeah. It's pretty bad. So that's something that needs to definitely be fixed. And especially against a team like Seattle, it, is, it just can't. Because it gives it... Yeah, but, you, can't, you can't give Seattle goals especially like that. I think They're already yeah. going to create other goals outside of Yeah, exactly. Or they have, the ability, they have the ability to. They have the ability to? Yeah. So you don't need to, like, give, like them even better opportunity in there yeah exactly because you know san jose could really only like score 
in those moments where we kind of mm-hmm. faltered a little bit and yeah. they didn't really have much opportunity outside of that. But Seattle's going to have so much opportunity outside of that mm-hmm. that if we gave them one in like the 44th minute, mm-hmm. then that just hurts us really bad. Yeah. Especially if that ties the game, puts us yeah. down. And, you know, that could be like, oh no, mm-hmm. like here they come. Yeah. Like they, then, they've got a goal, they yeah. sniff blood. Like it's. And then they go into half with all the momentum at that mm-hmm. point. And that's what's been happening in some and, of yeah. these games. And like, you don't want to yeah. give a team like Seattle the momentum. You can yeah. afford to give San Jose the momentum. Yeah. Because their momentum is like here. But if yeah. you give Seattle the momentum with the team they have, that's up here. They have a higher they have bad. a higher ceiling in the game. Yeah. To go and get more goals, basically. Yeah. So yeah, a team like there is so much they have a lot of a, more of a dynamic attack. And they have different players that have like a team like San Jose is a team, mm-hmm. but they don't have as many individual players. But Seattle is a team of individual players, if that makes sense. Yeah. So they work well as a team, but they have all these individual players. So, yeah, it's just, I think it's just got to get a little bit cleaned up. Because I think this game is huge. It's a six-point game, really. And the Timbers now are in fourth after this. Mm-hmm. They're tied for fourth after this game in San Jose. And, uh, really quickly, let's yeah. clarify what a six-point game means. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. So, basically, the Timbers can gain three points on Seattle without Seattle gaining... Like, it's taking Seattle's ability away from gaining three points. Uh-huh. So, it's almost like the Timbers are gaining six points because Seattle can never get those three points back. So, it's almost like a lose three points for Seattle, gain three points for the Timbers, which is really gaining six points for the Timbers, basically. Yeah. It's not an actual six-point game. Yeah. But... um. And I will say, so Seattle has a game in hand. They're in first place in the West right now. But with that game in hand, it's still, it it doesn't really, it's huge, basically. It doesn't really matter. They just need to win this game. Yeah. To stay, to get, it puts them into first, in theory, if they can win this game. In theory, it, t- it would tie them with Seattle. Yeah, tie them with Seattle and then first, yeah. depending on, you know, how like, Sporting how, how Kansas City does and mm-hmm. how the yeah. other teams above them do, mm-hmm. then maybe we're in first, maybe we're in like yeah. second. But it keeps us in the top four yes. for sure, probably top three at that point, and that's huge right now, especially with the weird schedule. We don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the season, yeah. so, especially with the game against an easier team like Vancouver coming yeah. up after that, which gives them mm-hmm. even more better yeah. opportunity to build. But even against a team like Vancouver, it's so yeah. hard to predict because it's again, it's a Cascadia game. You never know. And how Vancouver's go. been in great form lately. Yeah, so it, it's you can't take any games for granted at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's yeah, just, especially because like you said with the season, we mm-hmm. don't really know when it's getting. You know, we well, have yeah, like a good exactly. idea of like you know we assume like this many games will be played, mm-hmm. but it could come to a point where MLS is like, hey, can't really figure out yeah. how to get many more fixtures. Mm-hmm. Just gonna play like five more games and that's it yeah exactly and that could like the next phase is only three they're doing like three game phases at this point yeah so yeah you just never know one team could get a bunch of positive cases and then it's like what do they do because yeah. they can have that team not playing so i don't know it's just these next couple it's this specific week with seattle on wednesday vancouver on sunday it just needs to, i think two wins out of this week yep is what it feels like it needs, and especially against Seattle, that is such a huge game right now. In like more than one way, not in the table, just for the rivalry, for everything. It's just such a big game, and yeah, I don't know. So let's go, let's go through some predictions. What do you think for lineups? What are we thinking? So, uh-huh. 
after the game he just had, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he stayed in goal. The goal was Ivicic, the same. really. You yeah, think? Ivicic. I, okay. After the game, okay. he thought I wouldn't be. Here's, here's the thing. With the goalie, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Ivicic or if it was Clark. You okay. couldn't surprise me either way with that. Okay, that's fair. I think, yeah, Ivicic had a great game. So I think maybe reward him with some minutes in this But game. also, it is the biggest game of the season. Mm-hmm. It's a rivalry game, and mm-hmm. Gio's probably going to want to go with someone he trusts, which yeah. is. Which would be Clark. Which would be Clark, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I think that's fair. So I think, I think I'm think i going to go with Clark, yeah. personally. I, I think, think I'm saying I think Clark goes I think I'll go with Clark then. Because but Ivicic will be on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think we see Viafani on the left again yep. instead of the right. Or no, he was on the left. Never left, mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, Zupar comes back in. Mm-hmm. He got rest in the last game for this game. Um, Cascante? Cascante, yeah. yeah. I think it's Cascante. And then I think Duval comes back. Uh, on the right. Uh-huh. Okay. Char okay. um, and Williamson in the middle. And I think they also are going to switch back to how they played the formation in the last game. The 4-2-3-1. Yeah. So, Valeri, um, I think Jimmy Char comes in. Yes. And Abobasi. Abobasi up top. And, oh, I don't know. I feel like he almost should, but that's... I want, I want Abobasi up top. Okay, I... I think either so if Abobasi plays up top, then it's Mora out wide. Yes. So I think Abobasi and Mora, but one no oh, okay so it's tough because if and Abobasi, then Abobasi and Mora kind of with like however the game is going they can kind of just like move yeah that's true they can be fluid mm-hmm. from top to wing yeah I think the other option is Abobasi wide and um, and Mora top may oh no I think that's Goda comes in if Abobasi's wide mm-hmm. I think that's a I think that's what I'm going to predict. I think I'm going to say... No, because Mora didn't play last game, and Nieskota did. Oh, okay. So I feel like Mora would probably... I feel like Nieskota is going to be on the bench. Or either Nieskota or Mora is going to be on the bench. Which one everyone doesn't start, obviously. I don't know. I would rather see Abobasi up top and Mora out wide. Yeah, I think after the game that Abobasi had up top last game. You just can't deny that he's so much better up top. Yeah. And he produces... Basically, every time that he's been up top of the season. Yeah. So, okay. So, we'll say... Uh, we'll say that. Then that. We'll say Bobasi and Mora. Mora mm-hmm. wide. No, whatever combination they go with. Mm-hmm. I think that's solid. I think that's that's the first choice team. Yeah. I guess sure. that's our strongest team. Yeah. Besides... At the, at the moment, yeah. Yeah, with all the injuries, yeah. obviously, we mm-hmm. can make it stronger, but... This yeah. is the strongest team that is fit. Actually, I don't know. I think that could be the strongest team, even without injuries. I think that could be. If Jimmy Char gets in on the wing. You wouldn't want Blanco? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding Blanc- me? I'm not, you I'm forgot not even, Blanco? I'm not even considering Blanco on the injury list just because he's like done. He's okay. done for the season. So he's not on my injury list. But, of course, Blanco would improve the team. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, which in that case, if Blanco's in the team, then... Somebody has to come out. I don't even at this point. I don't even know the Mora. Maybe yeah, see up top and Blanco. Yeah, out, Blanco. Out right. Yeah. yeah, which is great. The amount of forwards, like the the talent of forwards in the team right now, is just like insane. Attack is just so I mean, nice, there's man. three forward, three starting forwards in the team right now. Yeah, that can produce goals, uh-huh. which is like the first time in so many years that there's been that many forwards up top and like attacking options because all those guys can rotate too. Yeah. 
Except for really, Netscode is the only guy that's like a forward. He's like the he's number the nine. nine but like all the other forward like attacking players can mm-hmm. rotate around in that like front three four, mm-hmm. which is like that's great because yeah. they can come in anywhere. That's great like fluidity to have. Yeah, because and that really has been missing in the last couple of seasons from the team. So that's huge, especially in a season like this, to be able to like to trust guys to come in. Mm-hmm to different places in the, in the team and like trust that they're going to have a good performance no matter where they are. Yeah. It's just like a huge, that's why I, I still stand by the fact that the deepest team in the league, just not even from the perspective of like just the bench coming in, but even the guys that start can play in different positions on the field. Like you saw in the last game, Farfan moves to the right and he's, he's left footed left back and just little things like that. Yeah. And even Konechny starts at the wing in the last game and yeah, I don't know. Just the depth. Good to have. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's predictions, score predictions now. This one's tough. Uh, I'm predicting a Timbers win in this one. And I'm going, I think it's going to be tight, 2-1. to one. I'm going 2-2, two, two, draw. Oh, okay. I'm going for a draw. Going for a draw. All right. Seattle, so. win, Seattle wins, Portland wins, now we're having a draw. Okay. Yeah, Seattle. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm Seattle thinking has been in good form. Uh-huh. I think coming home for the Timbers, I think having some time to practice outdoors again too. Because I know Geo had said it was really tough yeah. for them training at the little indoor facility, which is actually pretty close to where we live. And it's a pretty small mm-hmm. it's a pretty small indoor area for them to be practicing. Like, it's definitely not where you would want a professional team practice. Oh, yeah, exactly. And for them to be practicing these things with the back line and the little tiny goals and stuff. Yeah. So... I think, which is why they had a little bit of time to practice before going to San Jose on the pitch. And I know Gio had said in his press conference that that was really beneficial mm-hmm. to working out, like working out the game plan a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, and now yeah. you have three days of practice outdoors leading mm-hmm. up to this game, and that's just that's just great. Well, yeah, yeah. So all right, two one, two two. Yep, that's it. All right, so yeah. let's hope for. I'm hoping for a good game on Saturday. I'm I'm just hoping Sorry, I'm Wednesday. just hoping it isn't that three 0 game. It isn't. No, I I, I don't think so. I don't think it's it can not, be. It's not going to be a three 0 I think, you know, I you don't know if we're like better than we were then. I just mm-hmm. also think that that was kind of an unlucky game. Yeah. In terms of us mm-hmm. getting blanked. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. That was that was just it was an even game. Unlucky. Well, unlucky. That they got the first goal, and then after that, that's just the Timbers' fault for breaking down. Yeah. But unlucky in terms of giving Seattle the first goal and the just momentum. No yeah. breakdowns. That's the <laughs> yeah. biggest thing Actually, about this yeah, game. that's what they need no to focus on. No There can't be a defensive lapse in concentration at any time. Yeah. To give them the chance to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Because this is, I don't think the Timbers are going to necessarily control possession for the majority of the game. Like, maybe control chances, because that's just not the kind of team that they are right now. It's more of a counter counterattack. Maybe have more attacking chances mm-hmm. in the game, but not necessarily control the ball. And yeah. I think they're okay with that. And that's almost like the plan is defend as a unit mm-hmm. and then win the ball and get forward. Yeah. And Which, that works mighty well against teams like San Jose. Yeah. But when you come to a mm-hmm. team like Seattle, who's the potency on yeah. offense or to LAFC really too, yeah. destroy that, you know, mm-hmm. it gets kind of tough. And we saw it against LAFC. Mm-hmm. Defense just didn't look right. It broke yeah. down. We had mm-hmm. terrible marking. Yeah. And, you know, that's the biggest problem for the Timbers all yeah. season has been marking. And it's just, 
Figuring that out, making sure we are marking. Yeah. Because there's that's one it. man on that Seattle team who mm-hmm. needs to be marked. Yeah. And that is Raul Ruiz Diaz. Yeah. Needs to be marked every time. Every time and, yeah. that, you know, he's near, he's in the box, he's right outside of it. Mm-hmm. There should be a center back right on him. Needs the to be time. on him. And same Chara with... should be back on him. Mm-hmm. Someone and... needs to be on him pretty much at all times when he is in the danger zone. Yeah. And same with, I think the Timbers did a great job in Seattle when they won 2-1. Of shutting down Jordan Morris because uh-huh. he did not have that big like watching some other Seattle games he had, he did not have that big of an impact no. in that game because they did a great job of making sure that he didn't get on the ball as much as he could or he wanted to which forced him to play through other guys which I think Jordan Morris is who they kind of want to play through if they can uh-huh. to get it forward so yeah I think they need to make sure that they do that again Mark Raul Rui Diaz. Nico Ladero can't have a ton of time on the ball. Yeah, I mean it's tough though because they have so many of these guys. They need to I think if anything, I like... think you just need to focus on limiting Jordan Morris mm-hmm. and making other people accountable for make those yeah. plays. Yeah, you know, make Ladero do what Jordan Morris does. Yeah, because he can't. Mm-hmm. He can't do that. He's not. He's not as good as Jordan Morris. Yeah. You know, maybe he has. Maybe it's the best game of his career. Yeah, maybe the best game of the season, mm-hmm. and he does do that. And you take that. You yeah. take. Someone who is not Rui Diaz, someone who is not Morris, you take mm. them beating you. Yeah. Because you say the game plan was to shut down these two people yeah. and make the other people step up. And the other people stepped up and they beat us and that's fine. And yeah. Sometimes you just have to take that, take in mm. the chest because you know the next time you play them, it's not going to happen again. Yeah. It's very unlikely that that person's going to replicate that same performance yeah. that they used. And you just have to focus mm. on shutting down the two people who have consistent quality performances yeah. and leave it up to... The other people who don't have that consistent quality. Yeah. And hopefully they can't figure out a way around it from the last game. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I don't know. I think a better defensive performance. Because they did play defensively fairly well in Seattle last time. Yeah. So, like, not giving them too many, like, clear open chances. So, uh, yeah, I think that's really just the key. Shutting down their their guy. Like, for them, shutting down Valeri is probably their main... Mm-hmm. Focus. We need to shut down their attacking playmakers. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, one more point too. I saw because uh, Diego and Jimmy on there on Wednesday they made that um or the the first end of the game. Yeah. So Wednesday they made that um yeah the Diego assisted Jimmy for the goal mm-hmm. the whatever fifth brothers ever to have an assist. Yeah. And um. I saw there was a post by MLS that had a video of all the different brothers who have scored, which was, it included Christian and Alex Rodon in Seattle. And, um, and the ball, so Christian played it in to Will Bruin, who played it to Alex Rodon, who scored. And I don't think that should count. So Diego and Jimmy are the better brothers in the league. Yes. That's just had to say that. Okay. Better brother duo in the league. That's it. Yes, of course. Just had to point it out. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, we'll be looking forward, hopefully, a great game on uh, Wednesday. So uh, tune back in. We'll have a recap of that one next week. And go Timbers.